Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Haas. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is about being equally yoked. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay, so today I was thinking about it and um, Jocelyn is one of like the first people I was friends with ever who I was like equally getting from and like equally taking away in a sense, I guess I would want to call it. And I was thinking about it today and I'm like, I never realized that until having this friendship. Like mm-hmm. it's normal to feel, it's normal to tell each other like things like, oh, I can't hang out. Like you're not going to get mad at me. Like right. stuff like that. And it's just normal. And it says in the Bible even that you need to be equally yoked with everyone in your life. So mm-hmm. it's like, it gives you an example for future relationships, future friendships, and just, like, relationships in general with people, with family, with everything. So when I got that perspective, I was like, dang, like, thank you. Like, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, too, just before we kind of get into the actual conversation, um, somebody explained to me one time what exactly equally yoked means. And basically in the olden days when mules used to pull, like, the, I don't even know what it's called, to be honest. I probably sound so uneducated, but, like, the <laughs> the carriages or whatever. That's With right. the different stuff. Yeah. Whatever. You guys know what the I'm trying to say. The wagons, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mules used to carry the wagons. And if one mule was stronger than the other, that mule ended on ended up taking on more of the load. Right. Where the weaker one ended up not having to work as hard. So that's the same thing in relationships when one person is stronger than the other. It's kind of like you're taking on more of the emotional load or whatever in the relationship. You're taking more of the toll right. in the relationship than the other person is. And that's right. how in a lot of relationships we become drained because we're not equally yoked with the with the person. Right. They're not at the same level as us. Right. Um, so just to give you a better understanding of what that actually means, um, because at first I didn't know I was like, I get it, but I also don't. I I would always think of eggs. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I think you told me that example because I remember hearing that before and I don't Mm -hmm. think ever anyone else ever had that. Yeah. I think you told me that. Yeah. And so it's, like I said, it's the same way in friendships and relationships, even with people in your family, like sometimes we end up being stronger than the other person. Not to say like you each have to be so strong on every single right. day. Like obviously we're going to have off days and the other person's going to have to like help, help us. Yeah. yeah. But on an every day or like majority of the time, you guys should be on the same page. You guys should have the same mentality about things. Mm-hmm. You should both be growing kind of at the same rate. Right. Um, and those are the people that you want to keep closest to you are the ones that you're equally yoked with. The people right. who are a little bit you know, not as far along in their self-development or whatever. Not that they can't still be in your life. You just can't keep them as close because you're going to find yourself being drained because you're going to be trying to, like, drag that person. Like, we always give that analogy. But, like, you're going to be trying to drag that person then you'll end up being so tired and drained and asking yourself why. Yeah. And then that usually ends up in, like, holding resentment against people. Right. Um, I remember you gave me this example about relationships like with boys in general like it's like I'm trying to walk up the stairs and they're like standing at the bottom and it's just like okay come on I'm gonna pull you but it's like they're not gonna come like yeah they're gonna come when they're ready like and sometimes like you need to get through the door before you can bring people with and that's why it's so important to be equally yoked so like you guys can walk through that door together and Mm -hmm. not have any like 
problem. Well, no, they have their own door to walk through. Yes, their own. You know okay, that mean? makes sense, yes. Like, because sometimes not everybody's path is the same. Sometimes, you know, we have different goals. Right. But the fact is that I'm not holding you back from reaching your goal. Okay, yes. And you're is... not holding me back yeah. from reaching mine. Yeah. Because we're at the same rate, you know? Yeah. And that's why I feel like it. we think it's hard to let go of relationships or we find it, like, emotionally draining to let people go. But right. if anything, we should be looking at that as an opportunity and being like, okay, like, this person just wasn't on my path. Right. It doesn't mean I have to dislike them. It doesn't mean that I have to, like, be mean about them or gossip about right. them. It just means that I'm at a different point in my life. They're at a different point in theirs. It doesn't make us or me any better than that person they're just on a different part of their journey and it didn't align yeah and I think until you too like our friendship I didn't even understand it like I would let a lot of people take advantages of me yeah and people didn't even realize they were doing it but now I've like set this boundary that you've taught me and helped me learn in a friendship of how to like basically have friendship in a sense yeah so like it's so weird because we grow up with a lot of people that don't understand friendship either, mm-hmm. how you're supposed to be equally yoked and in any type of relationship, how it's supposed to be. So then you're pulling from that person and they're pulling from you and you're like, all right, this doesn't feel good. Like, what yeah. is off about this? And then, like Josh said, like, you have resentment towards that person. You're like, why am I mad at this person? Mm-hmm. So, and it's hard sometimes, too, and I'll catch myself. I'm like, ugh, like, I'm irritated about this. And I'm like, but why am I mad? Yeah. And it's because, like, almost the traumas of, like, yeah. past people. And you're just like... No, like, mm-hmm. calm down, like, this is what's wrong, and we're, it's okay to feel this way, and you can explain it to them, like, and it's fine. Like, yeah. it's normal, and relationships do have little hiccups, like, I don't know, and not once have me and Joss ever, like, not been able to tell each other how we feel. Yeah. Like, like we genuinely have never had an argument. No, <laughs> never, and, like, I literally, like, the other day, like, I'll just explain this to you guys, I was very strong. I was struggling a lot mentally, and, like, I texted Joss, and I, like, was almost going to keep it to myself, but I texted her, and right away, first thing that she does, come over and help me through yeah. it, and it's just, like... It was actually the day we were supposed to yeah. record, and I was, like, no, I'm leaving the yeah. leaving the laptop at home. Dude, <laughs> and I was, like, forever grateful, because I've never had someone that's, like, Kayla, like, made me not feel crazy for feeling the way I do. Like, you understand, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important. Like, it's kind of cool because I feel like, like, we are on the same level, mm -hmm. but I feel like when I look at you, I see a younger version of me. Yeah. Because we literally are so similar with Mm -hmm. things, and we've been through very similar things. Yeah. So when you feel a certain way, I'm like, girl, I felt that. But just know, like, you're going to get through it, and you're going to feel so much better when you're on the other side, and then you're going to be able to help people like you. Right. You know, and that's how I felt. I never felt like I was going to be strong enough to help people. Right. And when I was young, like... I had so many toxic friends. I didn't have, like, one good friendship. Like, from my actual childhood, I can't name one girl that I stayed friends with because they were all so mean to me. Dude. And I never understood why. I'm You're like, like, I'm nice. I, I'm, like, literally so nice to these girls. Like, would walk on water for them, like, do anything for them, and they're, like, sitting here telling me that my hair's ugly. Yeah, you're like, all right. Or that my outfit, that I shouldn't wear that to school because people are going to think I'm childish. Like, yeah, dude. Dude, what? Dude, I, my mom actually brought up a point from this girl that I used to be friends with. Like, she used to do this thing, and it would, like, make you remember her. I would, like, cry all the time from her. But literally, like, she brought up, like, the other 
day that like she used to do this thing called huggy huggy or something and my mom was like uh-uh we're not doing this because if you what wouldn't the heck is i huggy don't even huggy? remember my mom <laughs> brought this up and if we wouldn't give her a huggy huggy she would like get mad at us what the dude she yeah. had some problems yes dude yeah so i was like uh what the heck and i'm like traumatized low-key from that yeah. and like people don't realize that and like when you're not n- a nice person, like, you carry that for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. Like, literally the rest of your but life. But I also feel like it's made me stronger because yeah. now, if you're mean to me, girl, bye. I right. don't need, like, right. I don't need you. Right. But I want, like, friends. Exactly. I want good people in my life. But if you're going to be mean to me and you're not seeing my value, yep. like, how I see my value or even how you see my value. Right. I don't need you. Exactly. I have people like Kayla. I have people like my other friends that yeah. truly value, value me or like Zay. Like, they don't take advantage of me. They're not exactly. mean to me. Exactly. So it's easier for me to cut people off because I'm like, no, you don't align with my purpose. You don't align with my standards yeah. of what I think my friends should look like. Right. So it's not hard for me to let go anymore. I, like, think about that, too. Like, recently, this has really been, like, I guess, irrelevant in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can just be friends with them. Like, it's fine. And I was like, but I wouldn't even want my friends treating me like this. Yeah. So it's just like, I need to like sit back and realize that. Like, Mm -hmm. and again, like you said in the beginning, like we should almost be thankful that that's the point. Like, because I really struggle with letting people go. And we've talked about this. And so it's just like a normal thing for me to like let people go. It's very hard for me. I don't know why, but I really struggle with it. And I think part of it is because I know how it feels when somebody leaves me. So I don't want anyone else to feel that way yeah granted they probably wouldn't care but that's like <laughs> goes through my mind and so it's very hard for me but like you said like it should be easy like if they're giving us a ticket out like perfect and it it used to be hard for me too but what made it easier is realizing that the longer I hold on to them the longer they're gonna hurt me that's a like, really good point. if you let go sooner when they give you, not saying, like, every time one of your friends has an off day, oh, bye, girl. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, you'll end up with no friends right. because everybody has a bad day. Right. But if it's a consistent thing where they're just not nice to you, they're, like, picking on you or, like, constantly picking flaws out. Yeah. Like, you don't need those people. Right. And... Um, my point being was that the longer you end up holding on to that, the longer they're going to do that. They're not going to change because they know that they can do that to you because in the past you've shown them like, oh, it's okay. Like you just forgive them. It's just like a guy. Yeah. Like letting a guy do it to you. And that's the thing. It all coincides. Any relationship. Right. Like if you let people walk all over you, they're going to have that standard for you. And they're going to continue to do that. Because all of us in a way are selfish. And we're all in a sense looking for what's the best for us. Yeah. So not saying that not saying that that's a, always a bad thing. Right. Because we should look out for ourselves. Right. But I'm saying as if I'm taking advantage of you just to make myself feel better, yeah. that's not okay. Right. But if I'm analyzing you and being like, okay, she's a healthy person for me to be around, that's like a good selfish. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, exactly. No, I completely understand. Um, but my point, what were we talking about? <laughs> just like basically. Um, How having people around, it can help. Like basically standards for yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes... You need to take a break from somebody for them, for you to then be like, okay, what are my boundaries? And then they get a break from you and then you come back to the friendship and be like, hey, like, 
now that we took a break, these are my standards. Like, you can't do this anymore. And if you break one of these, like, we will not be able to be friends. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Because sometimes when you take that break, they realize, whoa, I miss this person. Or, like, then they get the picture. Like, I can't treat them like this. Right. And I think, too, we think we're going to hurt them by saying that. But if they truly care about you, they'll be like, dude, I respect you for doing this for me. Like, in the moment, they might be a little salty and a little heated, which that's normal. But at the same time, if they, like, actually think of it outside the picture, and not everyone is like this, they'll be like, dude, I'm glad you told me that. Like, thank you. Yeah. Like, they're, we're willing to do it. And this Mm -hmm. is, like, a prime example of, like, literally, um, I was going to bring this up, and me and Joss were talking about this before, like, it's worth the wait. Like, Granted, maybe you don't have the best friends right now, and some people might suck. Like, we've all gone through it. But, like, waiting to find such an amazing friend and even, like, Joss found the one. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's, like, it's crazy. Like, it's all worth the wait. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as, like, God's timing is the best timing. Like, Joss was in my life before I found Jesus, and then I found Jesus. Well, we've been together since we've been young. But, like, then I found Jesus, and now we're, like, literally together. So it's, like... It's crazy how God's timing is the perfect thing, and it proves it in so many ways. Yeah, we'll never understand the way he works and how he can even see how to accumulate things. Right. But sometimes people are just in your life for a purpose, Mm -hmm. like a specific purpose, and they have an assignment, like, in your life. Even if they don't know it, even if you don't know it, which we never usually do. Right. Um, But, like, with Kayla, like, I wasn't close with Kayla really growing. I mean, kind of, but, like, I was best friends with her older sister and then now that we're older like me and her older sister aren't as close and me and Kayla are like best friends yeah literally so like the whole time it could have been God's plan for us to then get to this point yeah but you don't see that when you're like 10 exactly you know just like oh they're this is my best friend we're gonna be best friends forever or some friends like they might only be in your life to introduce you to another friend or introduce mm-hmm. you to another person. Yep. And then you'll realize, oh, that friendship's kind of gone. What the heck? But exactly. now you just made, like, a lifelong best friend or a lifelong partner out exactly. of that. You know? Yeah. So it's, like, you never know the purpose for people being in your life. Yeah, and I think this is about me, but I think I'm so quick to find the negative out of it. Like, oh, that sucks. Now I'm hurt again. Like, what That's the heck? humans, though. Yeah. Everybody automatically goes to the, the negative. The negative. Yeah. But it's like, if we almost switched that, and I'm telling myself this, like, if we switched it to being like, okay, there's a reason, I can't hold on to people. Like, literally, our purposes in life isn't to cling on to people and be like, you're mine. Mm-hmm. Can't leave, Jocelyn. You're only mine. Yeah. No <laughs> like, that's not our purpose That would in be life. unhealthy. Very unhealthy. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's just like, Sometimes, like Josh said, like they're literally only there for a second. Like it could be only a season, and a season in God's eyes could be years. It could be a month. It could be a day. You don't know. But yeah. it's like, it's literally always worth the wait. And the season God has you in is so worth it. I and I going off that. I think what's helped me too is literally having conversations with myself, like reflecting with myself. Is this person a good person to keep around? Does this person help me in some way? Do I feel like? we both reciprocate to each other. Right. You know, and asking yourself, what is the purpose of this person? Or, like, is there a purpose out of this? Or, like, there's a hard season, like an argument with somebody. 
or where, you know, the person does walk away from the friendship. Ask yourself, what's the purpose? What is God trying to show me through this? Because he speaks through every situation in our lives. We just have to look for it. Right. And And then when you can see that there's a purpose, even if it's something negative, if you can see that there's a purpose, it makes it a lot easier because now you know what you need to work on. Exactly. And I, I've been noticing that a lot too. And I think recently too, with what I've been, what I was struggling with, God probably literally put me in that situation to like, almost like let me go through that in a mm-hmm. sense like be like okay this is what you're struggling with right now like this is it dude this reminds me my brother just texted me this let me read it okay and it says karma says when somebody is not right for you god will continuously use them to hurt you until you are strong enough to let them go Dang, dude. And I was like, I didn't even realize that that literally fits perfect with yeah. what we're talking about. But he just sent that to me today. Yeah. Dude, that God is continu- so true. I'll read it again just for those who missed it. God will continuously use them to hurt you until you are strong enough to let them go. Dude, and that's so true. Literally every situation that I've ever been in that, like, God doesn't want me in, he literally will, like, do something to me with that person to like make me not be able to stay in it and sometimes it's not even the same person it's just the same situation mm-hmm. like if you didn't learn the first time he'll Dude. bring it back up in your life another time and i found that with boys a lot in my life god will literally put a boy in my life and then it wouldn't work out and then they'd be super toxic super abusive whatever i'd get over that then i'd end up with another boy Dude. he'd be super toxic and abusive i'd get over that and until i was at the point where i was like no more i'm not dealing with this mm-hmm. then i met zay and then i was led to god dude i was just thinking when you said that you know the tiktoks where it's like i decided to take a break from boys and you never guess who i met and it's like another stupid idiot i'm like no literally (laughs) i'm like why are they coming at me i literally remember and god was probably laughing the whole time like my season of trying to just like casually date and i don't mean like casually like sleep with people i mean like literally go Go on on dates. dates with them and get to know them i was like is this really the male population like is this really what I'm stuck dating I don't want it and that literally I took a break like right when I was like yeah I definitely don't want anything to do with like men at this point I just want to be single and enjoy myself and then like a few months later I meet Zay dude and I really have been thinking about that a lot lately like people be on dating apps I'm like I don't even go on dating apps like I couldn't even tell you like I used to be on tinder like when me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, but then I, like, literally after, like, a month, I'm, like, I don't, none of these guys meet my standards, and I'm not trying to be, like, oh, I like standards. Like, I feel like when <laughs> people, like, think of that, like, they think we're, like, cocky about it. Like, no, like, these are my standards, and you're not, if you don't meet them, like, no bad blood, but I, like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I just know what I'm worth, basically, now, and so it was just so funny, and I'm just, like, I don't do that, because I know, like, what my standards are, and again, it's, like, Eventually, like, that trying season was, like, basically worth the wait of you finding Zay. Yeah. Like, so crazy. Like, But that's the thing, too. Like, we don't have to feel bad about having standards. Yeah. Like, I think as women, we just feel so bad for being, like, no, like, I don't want to do that. No, I'm not having sex before marriage because we're so afraid that, like, they won't want us because right. of that stuff. But honestly, if they don't want you because of that stuff, they don't actually like you. Right. And that's where I'm trying to, like... Well, obviously, 
I don't need to worry about that now because I'm engaged. But, like, in the girls that I do have conversations with, I try to switch that. Like, we're Mm -hmm. not a man's, like, footstool. And it's crazy because me and Ethan were just talking about this. We're not a man's footstool. We're taken out of the rib to be their equal. They're not above us or below us. Mm-hmm. If we were above them, we'd be taken out of their head. If we were below them, we'd be taken out of their foot. We were taken out of their rib right. to be their equal. Like, right. we're equivalent. And um, so, yeah, even for the ladies who do think they're above men, no, you're not. Right. We're equal. Exactly. But for those of you who think that you're below them, no, you're not. Right. We're equal. So I think that just thinking of it that way... Don't always go into it thinking, like, oh, they're never going to like me. Yeah. Don't go into it thinking, like, they want to be my boyfriend. Like, go into it thinking, I just want to get to know Yeah. And I've had to switch that a lot because I used to go into things like, it's going to work out. (laughs) We're going to get married. (laughs) They're my babies. And I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) And now I, like, go into it thinking, like, okay, if it doesn't work out. And now now I don't leave. Well, I still have trouble, like, letting people go. But, like, now I leave them, like, oh, whatever. You've gotten a lot better. Dude, way better. Mm-hmm. So much better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have not. And I realized that once you said that to me. Because I was talking to Joss recently about another thing. And she was like, dude, it's because you didn't put time into it. And, again, like, we were just talking to about it on our last girls group. And we were saying, like, Joss said this. Like, you need to, like, basically... Real, like make in a sense be like thank like they almost should be guys should be thankful that we're yeah, dressing well, up I'll, this is yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. I was, re, I was trying okay. to figure out how to say it like, I was trying to figure out which yeah. one you were saying but um yeah I was I used to watch these videos all the time of like how to build my worth basically before I knew Jesus I would like look to YouTube. Yeah. But some of them still made really good points and now that the same girl actually is a believer, but I didn't oh, know that at the okay. time. But um she said guys should be thanking us for taking the time to get ourselves ready. Right. Go out of our house, like meet with them when they could be creepers or pedophiles, exactly. but we're like taking our time and like going right. and hanging out with these be with you. Right, You know, exactly. they should be thanking us. Like, we're taking our time. Our most valuable thing in this life, we're taking our time to right. go out to dinner with them. Right. You know? No, I, and with that being said, too, like, we need to remind ourselves, and I'm trying to be really big on this, too, like, our beauty does not come from the outside. Mm-hmm. Like, our beauty comes directly from the inside, how our hearts are and how our souls are. And I was just talking to my niece about this today because I feel like we really stress, well, we, me, really stress on how our outward appearance looks a lot. And, yeah, granted, it's nice to have an outward beautiful appearance. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I don't think I'm ugly. But, like, I really try to focus on my soul. Like, my soul is so beautiful, and I yeah. know that. And so for women, like, and for men, too, like, they... People to the outside world could be like, mm, like you're not that pretty, but to the to your spouse or to the person like a godly person, they're like you're so beautiful. Yeah. Like, do you realize how beautiful you are? And that's the thing too. Like, we don't realize our soul radiates. Like, yeah. if we have a pretty inside, it's no matter how we look on the outside, it's going to radiate. Yeah. Like people, if you're so sweet and so kind to people, they're not gonna look at you and be like, that person was so ugly. Oh my yeah. god, I can't even stand the look. <laughs> right. They're gonna be like, dude, that person was so sweet like they're just so nice their smile was just so pretty you know what I mean those are the things that we remember as people 
Yeah, dude, and I was talking, actually my brother and me were talking about it, like, when people, you stress about pimples on your face, Mm because I stress about it too, everyone does, and Mikey's like, what do you think people do the first time they see you? Oh, she has a pimple on her chin, like, people don't care, like, they're not looking at you like, pimple, got her. Because everybody gets them. Exactly, it gets normal, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, when he said that, I was like, wow, and it's crazy, because it's true, obviously, some people do look at the outward mm-hmm. appearance, but if you truly get to know somebody and truly, like, now that I have, like, Jesus, like, I feel like I look at people and I'm like, dang, they're so beautiful. Yeah. Back to that point, too, of, like, girls group, I remember we were talking, I said, too, because somebody had said this to me, you need to find a guy who almost likes you more than yes. you like them. Yeah. And not to be, like, cocky about it, but because as women, we give 100% always. Like, mm-hmm. if we're in a relationship, most likely we give everything. Right. We give our all. And guys usually don't do that. Like, yeah. just naturally, they just don't. Like, at the beginning, typically they have one foot in, one foot out. Mm-hmm. So you need to find a guy who's like head over heels for you. Yeah. Because we're head over heels for guys that we end up getting in relationship with, right. whether they're good people or bad people. So yeah. finding <laughs> that one person who's like actually more interested in you than you are. In the- I, I don't even want to say more, but like gives guys have to give more effort to show right. that they care more yeah I, I don't know I know I'm coming off the right yeah. way but you have to look for somebody like that because yeah. they're not men aren't going to be committed if they're not 100% interested right so don't settle for like somebody who just texts you here and there don't Dude. settle for somebody who asks you to hang out once a month yeah I really realized too I was like I need to start putting my stand like because a lot of times as women too we just let our standards fall yeah and, like, we're just, like, oh, whatever. Like, it's Because I think we, I genuinely think that we think our worth is better if we have a man. Yeah. Like, we yeah. think that, that that, like, raises our worth yeah. somehow. But it's, like, no. Another thing I really realized, too, is, like, I almost think I won't ever get what I expect. Like, I won't ever, my standards won't ever get met. So it's just, like, oh, if I lower this one, it's fine. Like, if they have all the if they have two of them, like, it's fine. Like, I think in our head, especially as women, and even some men might feel this way, like, we're never going to get what we, like, almost expect. And it says in the Bible, like, God's going to give us more than what we expect and better than what we expect. So, like, I could expect this, this, and that, and God's going to give me that times Mm ten. So I need, like, in the back of my head, I have faith that I'm going to get it, even though the little bit of doubt, like, oh, I won't ever get what I expect. Yeah. And that's one thing that honestly makes me sad. Like, the fact that, like, we don't think we deserve it, in a sense. I think it's natural, but I also don't think it's necessarily that we don't think we deserve it. I think we're just not patient enough to wait. That's true, So then we meet a ton of, like, guys who just aren't that. So then we're, like, we start to doubt and be, like is what I want really out there. Right. You know, and we just get impatient, then we rush things, and I think that's honestly how we rush into a lot of toxic relationships because we don't want to wait to see who they really are. We just want to be in a relationship. And that, I think, stems from insecurity. I mean, I think all of that really does stem from insecurity. Yeah, I completely agree, and that's one thing I'm really working on, and I I relate it to the gym, and I said this to my counselor. I said, I was like, I'm really working on finding my wholeness in God. And I realized, and it's not just something like you wake up one day and be like, yep, I have my wholeness in God today. Mm-hmm. Like, it happened last night mm-hmm. in my dream. I pull a hole. Like, it's like going to the gym. Like, 
we refer this to everything. Like, you can't go to the gym one time and be like, yep, I'm buff. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. exactly what I want to do. And it's just like that with getting your wholeness in God and, like, being like, okay, now I'm whole in God. Like, eventually I'll be able to be like, I am whole in God and I know Mm -hmm. who I am. But it takes time. And it's like, especially if you just start working on it. Well, and I think just like how we have, sometimes we have unrealistic expectations for others, we have unrealistic expectations for ourselves. Like, and I think we always think we should be better than what we are right now. I was actually just listening to the sermon um, yesterday because I was really struggling. Like, I was just having a lot of anxiety this past weekend for whatever reason. I was just really struggling. I'm like, God, like, give me a word because I need something. And he was saying it's natural to feel like we want to be better as as people. It's, like, our nature right. to want to be better. And then he listed, like, all these self-help books and how many people have, like, bought these books. And it's, like, billions of people have bought, like, these self-help books. We're always looking for something to better ourselves. Right. But that doesn't mean that we'll never get there. But we're just always, always looking to strive and it's good to want to be better like we should want to be better but it's also can be unhealthy because we never think we're good enough sometimes I was like well like that's good because I always feel that like I always want to be a step ahead of what I am right now I never truly enjoy the step that I'm in right no I completely agree with that and I think because I have such big goals for my future for myself I'm like okay I I'm not at this point yet yeah and then I sit back and I remember a part in a song it's in a worship song it's like when you don't think you're further enough along in your faith it's in your faith, but for life, like, when we think we're supposed to be here, like, that's not where God has us. Like, God has us right here, right now, and it's almost like, if we keep looking ahead, it's almost like not being thankful for these moments, and we're going to miss all the moments that God has right in front Mm -hmm. of us. So, so I was like, dang, like, after I realized that, I was like, I need to stop being sad. Like, after coming home from Mexico, I was so sad. I was like, oh my God, like, what the heck? I wish I could be on vacation every day. Like, no, be thankful that that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to go to a different country. Like, that is amazing. Yeah. And then now enjoy the moment. Now, like, be enjoy being around family. Enjoy being around friends. Like, it's crazy. Like, who knows? Like, I know this is sad, but, like, who knows when the last day is? Like, your last day is. Right. So, like, you need to enjoy the now every single day. Yeah. Dude, it's so crazy how we end up. Like, we're like, yeah. we're going to talk about being unequally yoked. And then we end up on live each day like it's your last. <laughs> Don't YOLO, but. But at the same time, YOLO. Yeah. YOLO Christian. Dude, not to cut the podcast short, but my ear is ringing. Like, Ooh. so bad. So I feel like we have to end it because I can't even think straight. <sighs> Anyways, we're going to end on that point. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and we hope that you got something from it and that you realize your worth and how you should look for friendships and what you should look for in friendships. And like we always say, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter. I was going to say say TikTok, but then you started saying Twitter, so then it came out Twister. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, Twitter, all of the above. You know what the social media platforms are. At Save the Girls Podcast. And we will talk to you guys in our next episode. Because we want to save the girls. Oh, my goodness.